0: How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help the over 40 crowd fight the aging process without giving up their social life. Uh, This is part three of an interview I did with a fellow personal trainer, Justin McClintock with Feel Strong Fitness. And in this episode, we talk about online training, the differences between in the gym or online who's suitable for online training. Not everyone is suitable for that coach or for the client. We talk about the motivation, commitment, even the client being coachable. So we we talk about how a lot of our clients would probably be better off with someone else or someone else's clients might be better off with us. And we explain how to how to solve that right at the get-go. So if you're interested, stick around.
1: Well, Justin, uh, tell me about, uh, your online training program and also like who, who would be, who would be a good fit for, uh, online training clients. We were talking to before the, the show that not everyone would be suited for this. Maybe for some of the reasons we just talked about with accountability and such. A hundred percent. So I think it's really important and whether
2: people want to work with myself or yourself or anyone online, starting to know this and understand this about themselves, like what makes a good online client, I think is really important. Um, I often tell people they need to be motivated, committed, and coachable. So motivated means you're going to have to show up for yourself, right? Someone isn't waiting for you at the gym. I'm not going to text you that morning and make sure that you're on your way. That's not the way it works. So I will stay on top of you. I will notice when your workouts happen or don't happen. You get a ton of feedback and analysis, but the onus is still on you to show up and do it. So it does take a little more motivation to be an online client. Uh, committed, a big part of being committed is communication. And this is yeah. maybe the most important part of being a good online coach or client. I think communication is the absolute foundation of all of it. You know, if you, if I'm sending you workouts and I get like a line of green checks back, done, 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 done. I, I still don't have any information. I believe that you showed up. I guess it was okay, but I can't contribute much more of value than I already am without more feedback. And for you to take, two or three minutes and tell me how your squatting went and tell me how the cardio went and tell me how the the mobility work that we were doing went and felt and what was good and what was bad and what weights you used and what was awkward and how this made you feel great. And this made you feel, you know, despondent that you used to be stronger. You're not now the good and the bad. I can use all of that to adjust and change and really bring that program up to meet you where you are. Yeah. But that takes a bunch of commitment and it's not easy. You know, I might ask for a video of you squatting in a gym with a bunch of other people. And I know that that isn't always the most comfortable thing. And I certainly never want to embarrass anybody. But if you're having knee pain, and you say my squats just don't feel great. I need to get eyes on you somehow, whether it's a zoom, or you send me a video or something. So there's a few extra steps involved. And I think that all thunder uh, falls under the umbrella kind of of commitment. And then coachable is taking that feedback is the other side, like receiving that communication. which maybe is including like, you know, you you aren't allowed to put more than a hundred pounds on the bar for your bench press for the next two weeks. And I know you're very strong and I know you can move it, but the way you're moving it is imperfect. And I think contributing to some pain and issues that we're having. So we're going to deliberately limit what you're doing. And it might be a little unsexy and it might not be the most fun thing. And it almost definitely isn't going to look good on Instagram, but it is going to be effective and get you where you want to go. And taking that in and being trusting and willing to take that information and still put all of the effort you have available to you is I think those three things make a really good client and people if you can be kind of self-reflexive and know that you are terrible at feedback and you're never going to fill out the form and tell someone how it went you might not be a good fit
1: for online coaching. Yeah you know that's funny you're talking about the green check marks Uh, one of the programs when I first started was the true coach and I don't know if you know about it but we were just using that and had videos, and all that stuff. And we'll give the check marks once they were done, but it's, it just, it just wasn't enough. Like, unless you have that personal touch, just like we did at the gym. So that's when we really started incorporating zoom and, you know, FaceTime or them sending videos, not just using that software you need, you need more or else it's just another almost free program.
2: Yeah. And there's, there's ways to do it. I do a lot of work with true coach, which has gotten, I've been with true coach since they used to be called Fitbot and they've made Mm -hmm. a lot of improvements. So now there's texting built in and it's very easy to send video back and forth and go live with somebody and all of that stuff. But if for some reason that isn't working, then I think then it falls to the coach. If you believe this client is still a good fit to find the way to communicate to that person. And that does happen every once in a while. Like the app just isn't doing it, whether they're, you know, I've had people who aren't comfortable taking their phone out in the gym for a number of reasons, or aren't great with the technology or just find it annoying. Like, What's another way that we can get in there and get some feedback and get some information so we can keep being useful and
1: providing ideally an enormous amount of value? Yeah, no, I agree. So, so what is uh, just kind of the basics of uh, online with you? Imagine Zoom and take forums and and whatnot and assessment. Can you go a little just briefly into that? 100%. So At some point uh, to get into Feel Strong, we will
2: have a Zoom conference. You will fill out an intake form and you will do a movement assessment. Those three things can happen in almost any order. Uh, I try and recognize that people like to communicate in different ways. Not everyone wants to, I spend a lot of time on Zoom. Not everyone wants to come on here and talk to me right away. They would like to fill out that questionnaire and give me a ton of information up front because that's how they they think and communicate. That often makes the Zoom call uh, even more productive because now I'm 10 steps ahead. I know all this initial information and we can really dig down. Sometimes people, you know, this movement assessment idea really catches their eye so I can get them there, send them that. That's them shooting themselves on video, doing some very particular movements of of joint range of motion and things like that. That also tells me an enormous amount. So if they do that, so those three things in almost any order, but all three of those things have to happen and we both have to agree that you're a good fit for this program to move forward. If you are, then it's... everything is custom built from the ground up. There's no, there's no templates. There's no real, uh, you know, I'm not reshaping one program for 15 people. There's, as I said before, there isn't Justin's magic lower back program. Yeah. (laughs) So it's designed around your schedule, your logistics, your exercise, equipment availability, and especially your goals. Like it's really important that we're moving in that direction. And when you can meet people like that uh, the success is much higher rather than trying to cram someone into a box where they don't really belong uh often i find i'm no one's first stop everyone who comes to me has had usually a significant training history and tried a few other programs mm-hmm. uh, we are often people's last stop but that's because we we try and meet them exactly where they are and not kind of cram them in a box where they don't fit
1: awesome love it well justin uh how does my audience get a hold of you if they're interested at all and as well as your podcast feel strong fitness podcast uh you know, obviously, I just said the podcast, but what about all your uh, other social handles or website? What's the best way to get a hold of you?
2: Hundred percent. Feel Strong Fitness podcast everywhere your podcasts are sold. We are most active on Instagram at Feel Strong Fit. Uh, it's Feel Strong Fit on most of the socials, but Instagram is where we spend maybe an embarrassing amount of time. The website is feelstrong.me. If you want more information, pricing, you want to fill out an intake form, all of that stuff is on the website.
1: Awesome. And as always, my audience knows I'll put all that in the podcast description so they don't have to sit there and write it down while they're in the car. It'll I appreciate all be click, it. click Clickable links. But uh, Justin, uh, thank you so much for being on the show, and I uh, hope we'll get you back on here one day. I look forward to it. Thanks for having me.